What is up everybody? This is Devin Roberts back with you with the Uncontroversy and happy to announce if you haven't heard me in a while, which pretty much all of you haven't, it is season two. We are officially done with season one of Young Controversy. We came out with 25 kind of what I would call pilot episodes, guys. I wanted to see the interest that I got out of this concept, where I could advertise, who cared about listening to it, and I got great feedback and reviews from everyone. So we are on for season two, at least another 25 to 50 episodes covering compelling news, interesting topics, and the best stories on the internet. Bringing them to you in short 20, 25 minute episodes for you to consume on a weekly basis. Watch us Monday through Thursday, see our YouTube on the weekend, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, pretty much anywhere you want to hear, watch, or listen to anything, you can find Young Controversy, guys. I'm so excited to bring you this second season. Thank you guys for sticking with me this whole time, and I hope you continue to listen. But for now, this is season two of Young Controversy. Another big piece of news today that people really haven't been paying enough attention to, or I guess they are now, they weren't for the first couple hours, but news blew up and now everyone's talking about it. Jeff Sessions was fired by Trump, or technically recused himself by suggestion of Trump, but however you want to say it. Oh my god, Whittaker's taking office as the replacement to my knowledge, who was um, General Sessions, Attorney General Jeff Sessions right hand basically the whole time he was running. I know Trump and Sessions have had some issues over accusing himself from the Mueller investigation and refusing to look deeper into the files and things on Hillary Clinton and the DNC, but oh my freaking gosh, I did not expect him to fire Jeff Sessions. This was that's a huge not only slap into the slap in the face to his party, not that the the GOP has pretty much said it's Trump's party at this point and I have to agree with them. I am if I have my Republican leanings are all 100% based on Trump and not on the GOP. I am not a Republican or a Democrat specifically. I am a Trump supporter and love what he has done with the country. But for him to fire Jeff Sessions, someone who I personally cannot stand as a politician, some of his stances are just utterly ridiculous and outdated in my opinion. He is a little too far on the right-leaning conservative side for my taste, and he just seems like a nasty man. Um, him getting fired has huge implications for the cabinet. Not only is this showed the hypocrisy of the left where we see Elizabeth Warren, tw Warren tweeting multiple times last year and this year how Jeff Sessions was a horrible man who couldn't do his job and was a monster and also just yesterday tweeting that Trump for firing Jeff Sessions was a monster and shouldn't be allowed to run his White House that he was just trying to um, hide himself in investigations and keep from releasing his tax returns just like they have been yelling for the last two years that he's been in office. But what it does mean is that there are divisions within the GOP that Trump is happy to exploit. There's no way everyone was cool with him replacing General Sessions. It's a huge deal. There are so many more moving pieces of this than we think there are. And it is definitely something I want to continue to follow. But I want to pass the question on to you. Who do you think should replace him? If I had anyone who could replace Jeff Sessions in that position as a permanent, I would say Trey Gowdy, personally, actually. I think he would be an incredible attorney general. I have a lot of respect for him, and I thought he should be in the cabinet of Trump for a while. Um, but I want to leave it with you guys. What do you think? Who do you think we should have next? And do you think it was a good idea for Trump to recuse General Sessions. I don't, I, I don't know how I feel on it, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Let me know what you think. Another sad news today that we need to address 
um, a murder in California has left 13 dead at Borderline Bar and Grill, just 40 miles outside of LA. Um, a Mr. David Long has taken a 45 caliber handgun into the location and decided to kill 12 people. The bar happened to be having college night while this was going on, had young people from local colleges and nearby areas enjoying. He came in, shot 12 people, and killed himself. This is not only an unbelievably sad story that we have to talk about, guys, but it just shows that not only are ARs not the only weapon that are being used in mass shootings, but that it is super easy for someone with intent to do this to, with any gun, legally purchased or not, in case you weren't aware, he legally purchased this firearm to be able to commit these kind of atrocities. There's not much you can do against these as of now except arm yourselves arm the people around you and your loved ones this is so sad guys 12 people had to die for this lunatic and that's not the only issue the issue is that police had not once but multiple times had to go to mr long's house in the last couple years a couple for domestic violence disputes and similar all his neighbors were very aware about it they had to have him come out of the house and took him away in a cop car he had been evaluated by mental health um evaluator psychiatrist and he was said to not have anything that would push people to believe that he should have to be evaluated further and after all that this still occurred so i guess my not question per se my issue or the thing i want to really touch on here is how do we I, for i truly believe for you to be able to murder a dozen people and then kill yourself you have to be insane you have to have something wrong in your brain it doesn't make it okay it doesn't mean those people shouldn't be punished to the fullest extent of the law it just means there's a wiring off in your brain no doubt about it and the fact that he was evaluated by psychiatrists and mental health professionals not extremely recently leading up to this but in a close enough time that we've been able to tell makes me believe that we really need to make sure people in those positions are doing thorough comprehensive reports and really making sure they're keeping the american public safe from these kind of people david long was an afghani war vet he had served multiple terms most recently was stationed in hawaii um, had been a machine gunman and was heavily decorated. He seemed like a good person overall, at least on paper. Um, but this atrocity obviously happened and I have not even the slightest sympathy for him. He's a monster. I believe in the house he was living, if I read correctly, he lived with mom. He didn't have wife or kids to my understanding. But I really want to know what you think on this, and before anything, I, I know everyone gets tired of hearing this, but we always need to keep saying it. My thoughts and prayers and love and compassion and everything else good feeling goes out to the families and the people affected by the shooting. It's a big deal when something like this happens. It was a big deal here when it happened at the video game event in Jacksonville or when the nightclub shooting happened in Orlando. Both really hit home and affected the populace of cities close to me or the city I'm in hard. So I want everyone that's over there in California outside of LA to just really know that we're sending love and positivity your way.